Welcome to the You Thought Wrong podcast, where we share stories of individuals just like you who have found ways to conquer their fears and are excelling at life. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, Julian from You Thought Wrong here. We got Ryan Hinkson uh, from Eat Famous. We are in Barrow right now. We're at the loft. We got the little, you know, exclusive kind of uh, private space for us to do our little podcast. Um, Mr. Eat Famous, he has over 270,000 followers on yeah. Instagram. Just a few. Couple. Just a couple, <laughs> you know. Um, I've known Ryan for a while now through some friends and his uh, family. Uh, so it's great to see him, who, how he's grown uh, into to the man he is today. Uh, we're very excited to just catch up, talk about some cool points and just some life-changing things that have happened in his life to, to help you know, everyone around just to to take something out of it. So give us a little bit of a breakdown of how you started uh, Eat Famous. So Eat Famous actually started through no creation of my own. I can't take all the credit. A good friend of mine, Terry Diaram, had an idea for a food-related business, I want to say about seven years back now. Mm-hmm. And he was aware that I had done some marketing and communication work. I also have some experience writing. He had seen an article I had written for Trend Hunter, I believe. Okay. Reached out to me, sorry, reached out to me and told me about his idea. And he said he needed somebody to handle marketing and communication. Yeah. Pitched it to me. I, I liked it. And that was what started me on my foray into social media. Actually, <clears throat> excuse me. I never even had a Facebook account yeah. at that time. I did no social media, nothing at all. So when we begun working on his idea, yeah. there was a, a need, obviously, to get some branding and awareness put out there. Yeah. And he had suggested we you know, start a Facebook account for the brand and do some Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I think I just personally started getting into Instagram. Yeah. And I figured if we're looking at something to do with food and pictures, kind of. right, then Instagram might be a good idea because yeah. it's very, very visual, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, people can just decide what they share. And it seems just a little bit quicker yeah. and a little more accessible than, than Facebook. That felt like, although it was, you know, on mobile, it yeah. felt like a very computer laptop, like, Kind of rooted feel. type format yeah. where Instagram just felt like it was moving a little quicker because it was primarily or actually only mobile yeah. at the time. So I said, maybe this will work. So while learning Instagram myself, we started a food account and then I started Eat Famous on Instagram yeah. and it, it kind of took off from there. When would you say like you, it got to a point of you just getting like crazy followers right. and you know, like... Was it like I had a thousand, two thousand people? I, you know, it's, I'm going to be a million percent real. <laughs> to me, hitting a thousand followers, five thousand followers, that felt like Lotto Max, man. Like, and I'm not downplaying or trying to minimize what I've been able to do with it today. Yeah. I'm very, very proud of where it's at. But in the beginning stages, hitting a thousand followers was, was incredible. At the time, I hit about, I want to say, five to 10, mm-hmm. I knew I had something kind of, special just yeah. because the popularity of food Instagram accounts was growing. Yeah. And I did notice that there were only a handful of accounts that were larger. Than yours. Right. And then um, 
and I, I there was a number of the peers that had the same number as me. Yeah. You could tell that their work was really, really strong. So there was starting to become a distinction between the average person who posted food and someone yeah. that was either really good or taking it so seriously. You really see the quality of the pictures. Yeah, definitely. Too, the and I don't, I don't include myself in quality back then. My yeah. photos were terrible, 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 I terrible. <laughs> I, I thought they were great. Uh, and part of Eat Famous's success and early growth, to be honest, again, had nothing to do with me. Yeah. Um, I started featuring people very early. Okay, yeah. So I was taking really ass, can I say ass? Yeah. <laughs> Terrible pictures <laughs> that um, at the time, I'm sure they, they were fantastic to yeah. me. But I knew that there could be better. But more than having really, really strong content, I felt that engagement within the community was gonna be important for growth. Yeah. So what I had done was reached out to a couple of accounts who I followed, who I was a fan of their stuff, yeah. and asked them if they minded if for one day, it was a Friday, yeah. I was calling it Eat Famous Feature Friday, if I could highlight their photos yeah. on my account, because I knew it would do two things. It would A, create solid relationships with people who I felt were doing what I wanted to yeah. do on a higher level. Yeah. And then secondly, it would make my account finally look good because I was yeah. populating with the stuff, stuff that looked better yeah. than what I was doing. So that was that was big for growth too. Nice. How, like, with building those relationships, yeah. I know like you've talked about it in previous uh, podcasts. Right. Too, uh, the relationships that you've built with people that are outside of, of Toronto yeah. and that like it seemed like it, it was a lot more of a relationship base through that way before you like oh a million percent meeting too many people in Toronto I'll tell you people that were in the scene here at first didn't know that I was from Toronto mm -hmm. because although I was featuring a little bit of my own work, I was featuring people from abroad. So New York, London, LA, Australia, whatever was good. I wasn't just screen grabbing or taking people's content, stealing it. I was, well, first off, I created a hashtag, a yeah. new famous hashtag. Right now it has over 3.5 million followers. Crazy. But at the time it was a way for me to know somebody was in tune with what I was doing. And if you yeah. tagged your photos, eat famous, then I would, feature it. So yeah. on the account, I think I said, tag your photos, eat famous for a feature. Nice, nice. So I had stuff coming in from everywhere. Yeah. So you built a community, a worldwide Yeah, definitely. So there was a lot of, yeah, a lot of great relationships from people with people in all parts of uh, the globe. So that didn't have, and there was nothing about the branding. Yeah. I, I couldn't even say I was actually branding at that time, aside from having a logo, but there was nothing about the branding that really spoke to Toronto. So my first invitation to a food event, the person actually asked, hey, are you based in Toronto? Because they yeah. weren't certain because of you know all the, the breadth of posts. all the photos from being from everywhere. Yeah, so definitely for me, having those relationships outside. I went to New York and worked on um, an event called Spring Taste NYC. It was a really big food festival out there. And then at that time, I had met a whole bunch of who at that time, and many of them still are, the top food Instagrammers in New York on that trip. Mm -hmm. That just furthered relationships with people who were doing it at a high level, increased my exposure. So that path definitely worked for me. Yeah, nice. Well. <clears throat> And I know you get this question a lot too, mm -hmm. just with being around food all yeah. the time, you're eating right. how much every day of <laughs> not just your meals, but all the different meals that you get given yeah. and everything. Like, I know you've gone through a transition pretty much for yeah. yourself yeah. during this time too. 
So how was that transition of losing, being labeled to be health conscious, but still eating all this food and then right. still losing some weight and stuff, right? Yeah. So the weight loss actually goes back a little further okay. prior to doing this. I was at my heaviest, I want to say 235, 240 pounds. Wow. Didn't really understand the concept of food as it applies to things like calories and mm -hmm. portions, really just, you know, ate whatever. Yeah. Hit it under, you know, being a B-boy and wearing size 42 <laughs> pants and like triple X hoodies anyway. But no, in all seriousness, really had a bad relationship with food and it started to get out of hand. Yeah. And for anybody who's lost weight or struggled with that attempt to lose weight before, you know, usually you don't knock it out of the park on your first try. So it was years of really, really trying to th figure out how to do it, stay motivated. Yeah. It finally worked. And around the same time, I wouldn't say around the same time as I started, because I had been healthy and switched my lifestyle around yeah. a couple years prior to Eat Famous. Okay. So there was a point when it was starting to grow when I was going out, and I understood that what people liked about Eat Famous was like the indulgent over yeah. the top stuff. You know, yeah, the burgers with burgers, a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. I've eaten a burger with like six patties <laughs> before and things that are that look crazy. So I had a little bit of fear and it, it did yeah. cause me to, to pause a little bit and think, okay, do you want to, at the risk of going back to where you were at, yeah. how much do you want to chase the success if it's tied to this? So I had to, Although I was still living a healthy yeah. lifestyle, sorry, I had to relearn that. Yeah. Because you know what, you're a very healthy person, yeah. so I know there's a point where you, although you know you have to work at it, you kind of coast because it's ingrained. Yeah, yeah. But being around a lot of excess, yeah, exactly. I had to kind of relearn and up my game. So it meant more of the gym. It meant when I'm not taking yeah. pictures, when I'm not storying what I'm eating, we're talking fruits, salads. So healthy stuff. Yeah. Oh, it, for sure. Like. Uh, <laughs> An Instagram account featuring what I eat at home would be very, it would, it would fail totally. I, I practice yeah, it. No, it, it's not, not what, working. Not, yeah. what not to eat. No, right, exactly. Um, and, and just balance. And also, too, I think it leads us to a really important point about Instagram and perception. Because yeah. I'm not wasting food. Like, if you see it on my account and I post it and I said I ate it, I did. I don't believe in food waste. Yeah. We have people that are in need so it would be criminal for me to yeah. waste this stuff and i don't want to perpetrate a lie but at the same time you have to understand that like this is Not. an account curated by me people yeah. see what exactly what i want them to see and only that yeah, exactly. so it could look like i'm living this grandiose very excessive lifestyle when it comes to food to a degree, sure, yeah. but it's not completely that. Yeah. So that's an important thing to kind of get out there as well. For sure. For right. Sure. But I, I, I mean, like I said, I intermittent. I do intermittent fasting. Yeah, I, I'm at the gym. Yeah, you have to. It's yeah. it, it's key. There's no way I could survive. So how did you, how would you like you're talking about your mindset to be able to make sure that you stay on track and right. stuff? But how like how was your fears to getting to the point to getting over that hurdle mm -hmm. of like okay this account is going yeah places so i need to keep it up right right like every day is not you can't be off pretty much yeah you know and then as i said you have to have that balance right and the healthiness like what was your what, what are your like routines or your your thinking behind just keeping on track right with, so, with health and then still okay. progressing with with uh you famous too so right? i can be totally honest a little bit of vanity if, we, if we're being 100 mm -hmm. 
I say vanity because it's a very visible lifestyle that I lead. Now, when Famous started, I was only highlighting the food. Yeah. I wasn't the face of the account. Nobody really knew who I was, was unless yeah. you, you actually knew me. Yeah. But one of my strategies for growth was showing myself in the account just to differentiate myself between myself and yeah. other food bloggers or influencers or whatever yeah. have you. you know, some what people call put it. a face to a name kind of thing. Right, too. a lot of people don't because I mean it's food and the food should be primary. Yeah. But when the scene was growing, a lot of people were getting invited to the same thing or going to the same hot restaurant. So a lot of our content was looking exactly the same. Yeah. So I decided to put myself at the front of it because the only thing you've any of us have different than anybody else yeah. that can't be replicated is us yeah right so I put myself visually in front of the camera on the account I get a couple of TV opportunities yeah. Yeah. so I go back and I say vanity not in terms of that being a good thing or something to be proud of but I'm on it so yeah. I can't you can't not I, I, I need to look as good as possible. Yeah. And I mean, I could tell you from looking at photos of myself from say like the beginning of when it started to be yeah, popular, yeah. year two, year three, you like you see, oh wait, you're getting a little chubby or you know, you're going back. Yeah. So that helped me kind of put it in check. Nice. And yeah, then also cool. too, aside from the vanity thing, which is more about being tongue in cheek, yeah. is um, you know, as you grow and as you collect more important things or as, as you realize the value of who's important in your life. I mean, yeah. you know, a couple years back I got married, I have a family, so you wanna be around for the people that you love. You wanna be around for yeah. the people that enrich your life. So health is the biggest part of that. Yeah. And as eFamous became more successful, whether it was in terms of like um, visibility or uh, opportunities, money, yeah. anything like that. The funny thing about that is as you gain things, I think for most of us, if you're looking at it the right way, you really see what's important. That's people, that's time, yeah. that's relationship. You're prioritizing yeah. you know, your life. Right, so <clears throat> a healthy lifestyle allows me to hopefully do more, yeah. right, to enrich my life. Yeah, so I, thinking of like how you're on TV and everything now too, so I can see how like, hey, you're really, can really go back and say, yeah. you can even see your not even just like your physical but just your style and everything yeah, too. yeah 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 there's an like, evolution <laughs> right you see everything's timestamp sometimes yeah. too you know I'm like okay I'm gonna throw this on I'm like oh shoot I wore this like in <laughs> two three yeah. pictures like I have to throw this to the back or yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. right yeah like we have such an eye on us it's like that TV show Big Brother yeah, yeah, yeah. to a degree exactly yeah. yeah especially when you're at that level too like it's not just you because it's your e-famous account so right. it's not it doesn't feel probably as crazy as like you know The Rock being like you know, oh. every single day right. it has to be on and yeah, stuff yeah, and whatnot yeah. but you're still you still have that account and then your personal account yeah. and you're on both of them right. at all times pretty yeah. much yeah. right yeah and as you said you have to be able to to portray what you're showing for eat famous and then still kind of keep your private life however you want yeah, as private as you want it to be and then showcase what you and, want and, to and that's important to me as much as it might seem like every aspect of my life is put out there it's, it's definitely not in privacy and the things that i want to hold back are, are definitely mm -hmm. held back so i'm like talking about your family and just your work-life balance right. of still carrying on your nine to five yeah and then doing eat famous yeah and everything and then you got baby on the way wife yeah house and everything 
how how do you control your day to day? Um, well, first off, shout to my wife. She's super. <laughs> she's super understanding. I think when you have a partner, mm-hmm. um, you you need somebody who believes in you because their belief in you will allow them to first off, you know, <laughs> tolerate the late nights and the fact that you're not eating a lot of dinners yeah, at cause home because you're, you're already eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, you know, no, she's she's fantastic, and I mean. Um, that's why I'm a big advocate for, you know, sharing what you do with the people that are really involved with you because the more you let them in, the yeah. more they have an understanding of what you do. And then when you can't be there physically or if you're not present, then, you know, there's understanding. But then also, too, you have to you have to pick and choose. So I'm not saying, OK, you know, I'm sacrificing all this home time and then not making it count when I'm there. Yeah. Right. So that's a that's a big part of it, is valuing the the time of the people that are, are holding you down and yeah. making because you can you whether it has to do with like who helps you in terms of your team yeah. or you know your family your support system your friends like all of those people have a hand in your ability to like succeed for sure right and especially I'm sure too like when you got when you were starting and getting mm-hmm. to that like 10,000 yeah and then all of a sudden like 20,000 right. and like everyone is seeing it yeah like that you're close with and it's just like okay like they're probably wanting to help you more too, yeah right? yeah yeah I, I've, I've got a like an amazing support group like my friends and family have been Incredible, not just in terms of like championing me, championing what I'm doing or being. Maybe they just wanted some free food. <laughs> yeah, probably. I know a couple of the fellas are super greedy, so I'm sure it doesn't hurt. But no, seriously, like, um, yeah, I, I've got people around me that not just like push me, but I'm, I'm around a lot of like talented, really, really smart friends. I'm talking like my inner circle. Yeah. So yeah. these people inspire me by what they do. So like they drive me to be better because it's like you want to keep up you never want to be the smartest guy in the room or the one that always has news like surround yourself with people that that push you and give you that energy um yeah it's not like you've done too through your account when you're saying like when you're messaging all these other guys that have like a better account than you at the time and you're just like you just want to you're just there to absorb and learn yeah for sure i mean you know I love when people hit me up and ask for advice. Anytime people DM me, if they're asking a question, whether it's like, where should I eat to, how do I go about building an account or growing? I honestly, I try to answer every time I try to share because I know people shared with me. As much as I love that and I'll do it freely, I'm also not exactly where I want to be. So I'm always looking to people who I feel are doing something better. as great as things have been, like if this is my ceiling, that's, yeah. you know, it could be great for somebody else, but that's not, that's not for me. For sure, for sure. So mm. that's the thing, and I, I've known you for a while, and I know that you're the kind of guy, as you just said, to just always want to get to the next level. Yeah. You're here now, all right, now time for next goals and right. stuff. Like, how do you set, what are your goals, I guess, in the next five years, let's say? So, I, I think about, goals and measures of success a lot and I think it came from being successful at something that never existed five six years ago yeah so there's it wasn't even an Instagram no right yeah it wasn't it wasn't a thing I'll tell you the first time that a couple of brands reached out for me to 
for them to pay me yeah. to feature them on my account, I thought it was a joke. I deleted. I didn't even yeah. reply to those emails. So the space is so new that there's not a lot to measure yourself yeah. against. Like if I'm Zion, I've got Mike, Kobe, Brian, yeah, you have uh, the Warriors. Fame I have all these people to compare myself to to say, okay, you know, I need to have X amount of MVPs and X amount yeah. of titles. In this space, we don't we don't really have yeah. that. Like the people that are doing well, we are like the Jerry Wests and the yeah. Wilts of this. Like we're building it. Yeah, so you're one, of the, you're one of the top ten food bloggers in Canada, right? I, I would hope. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, yeah, number, not one, number no, one. No, <laughs> not number one, but yeah. I mean, number wise, yeah. So I mean, I'm in a space where, um, you know, the rules haven't been really defined. Yeah. So for me. In terms of goals, like there, there's different things that I look at. Yeah. So, like a concrete goal for me would be to have an agency where I can empower other creatives to do what I'm doing with less questions and less confusion than I had to face. Yeah. So that's like a, a concrete, tangible goal where that's tied to say a business yeah another goal for me is like control of my time time is such a valuable yeah asset and especially when resource. you have more things coming yeah right you feel like just have less it's, hours it's, it's at day. a premium so i feel like if i can be in a space where i can control my time i do a lot of great things a lot of fun things mm -hmm. but I, I still do a lot of things that i have to do yeah you know what i mean yeah um i, I never want to be completely shredded of responsibility. If you have no responsibility, then yeah. you, pro you have no value. But there are things that I have to do because there's financial responsibilities yeah, and things yeah. to be met. So you're like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I might have to spend X amount of time editing or X amount of time on my feet. And yeah, it's yeah. fun, it's creative, and it looks great. And a lot of times it's yeah, great, it's but totally I, I do want more control of my time. Yeah. So that is a goal however it comes or whatever the path to that is, is probably primary for me. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. I'm, I'm, I think all of us are in the same kind of boat, especially when you're an entrepreneur, you want right. to, you want to build yourself to a point where you can build other people. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. you know, like your name is, is the name. Right. People are there and they come in to all, to work with people that you're on, that are under you and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like <clears throat> you were mentioning like it's, it's all fun and games and stuff on online when people are looking and stuff. But right. when did you when did you see Eat Famous become like okay, this is like not just all just fun and games. Like this is a job now for me essentially. You know? So a couple of things. I think being associated and affiliated with things, products, brands that I grew up or not even grew up, but being associated with things and brands and products that I consumed myself. Yeah. I've been on breakfast television yeah. a couple times. I grew up watching breakfast yeah, television. CP2 for on at all times. Yeah, right. So like <laughs> I'm like, whoa, like that used that's my wake up thing. Yeah. So and I'm on there. Google. I, I've run workshops for Google, created content for them. As anybody else, I've been Googling yeah. for years, right? McDonald's was a partner of mine. Cool. I mean, yeah. what like that's probably started my foray into being interested in food. Like McDonald's was the oh, first yeah. thing I asked my parents for Happy that didn't meal. come from their kitchen, <laughs> yeah. right? 
the Raptors, I was able to partner with the people on their cool. sales and marketing team on some content around pushing ticket sales. Not that the champs yeah. need any champs help. Champs are with, here, baby. Not, not, not that right. champs need any help with ticket sales, but you know what I mean? So, and you know me, you know I'm like a big oh, yeah, Raptor yeah. guy. So when I was working with brands that I've thrown my own money yeah, into, yeah. like I was like, okay, like this, this is for real. Yeah. yeah. So, you got it, so you felt like, okay, this is not... Just you know, not a game or whatever. Like right. this is this is for, for real. Just yeah. you, you gotta you gotta show up at the end of the day. Oh, right? a million percent, a million percent. Like I, there's a, a, a local, well, Canadian brand that I love, Frank and Oak, and I, yeah. I one day I was on the landing page for their website. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That's when you're like, okay, it's, it's for real. I know, I love Frank and Oak too. So <laughs> Don't suck. shout out to Frank and Oak. <laughs> um, yeah, like it's just really cool to see how you've grown um, and do you see do you have a goal for when you may be able to try and get out of the nine to five and have this is that like that agency is that like that that point possibly yeah so I remember you know we, we had spoken about this before where initially I felt that I could only define being successful at being a content creator if I had left yeah. my nine to five and I think that stemmed from a couple things. You know, that would have meant that I was making enough money at it that I didn't need the, the full-time job anymore. And more so, some of my peers and contemporaries, I'd seen them do it. Mm-hmm. And they were thriving and enjoying it. And most people are an advocate like I, of I it. I do better and stuff. Right. And then you're thinking, like, why am I not doing it? Am I not making enough? And I'm like, no, I, I, I can make enough. I, I know I could, you know take care of myself yeah. and my needs to do this so then I was thinking is it is it fear like am I scared yeah. to do it and then I was like no I'm, I'm not scared I know initially definitely like thinking of letting go of a career that you've had for yeah, 10 you, plus years yeah. and stability although stability is an illusion because I mean any nine to five to job can cut you yeah right and I usually would encourage most entrepreneurs or people to bet on themselves and go out but I knew that I was. I came to a point where I was like, I'm handling both yeah. perfectly fine right now. You don't feel overly there, there stressed. No, like there's no, days no, no, and no. stuff. Obviously, oh yeah, for but sure. I there's mean, times like... when it's busy, or there's times where I'm, I'm swamped. But generally, I felt and continue to feel like I can handle both. I know also too for myself, I'm not really very good at being bored or not having yeah. a ton on my hands I think when we first met I was probably like doing and pursuing music yeah. so like I've always had an outside interest of that sort. coincides with having a 9 to 5 yeah. I, I don't know a time where I wasn't kind of pursuing something else Yeah. I mean if the time comes to where I just can't manage or I'm forgetting things or missing things yeah. then you know then I skate and it, and it feels close but the the good thing and what I love right now is it feels like it'll totally be on my terms and how yeah. it'll have nothing to do with having to prove myself to, to anybody yeah. and say hey 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 I left like I'm like you or now I'm I'm you know, being successful with knowing, yeah, yeah yeah no things are good that's good like yeah it's tough to like as I said like I've seen you do, be doing your music mm-hmm. be always being doing something something else and something like, that's yeah. why I think we've have a, had a connection the first time we right. met like we've always been yeah. very similar in that aspect of just you have to be doing something yeah. else you know just to make yourself feel good a little more creative right. you know yeah. you know spark that those um, uh, like outlets and stuff too right totally. like <clears throat> so getting to we want to get to the point of like 
your fear that you've felt through right. doing it all. Yeah. And the naysayers and everyone right. that have that have come in to be like, oh, it's just it's just Instagram. Yeah. And like yeah. There's probably like you're never going to get to ten thousand. You got to yeah. ten thousand. You're never going to get to fifty. You got to fifty. You're never going right. to get to hundred. Yeah. Two seventy, and then plus you're you know people are probably going to say now like Instagram's going dying. Done, dying. Yeah. The yeah. algorithms is fucked it up or whatever right. you know right. like you're never gonna make it past this yeah. point and stuff yeah. like how do you, how was it uh progressing through all your fears mm -hmm. and and the naysayers at the right. same time like from the beginning to now so early on what it was was you're going to a restaurant to do what yeah and i'm not just talking about people that maybe didn't have my best you know interest at heart or yeah. people that wanted to see me fail i'm talking about like friends and fam like close oh, yeah, people yeah. to me supportive people yeah. who just because it wasn't a thing at the time it didn't make yeah. the sense unknown right right yeah it, it was just really 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 weird and then you know it went from oh well, yeah i'm sure you'll get a couple meals but no one would ever pay you for that yeah. and then you start to get paid and then, you know, I've never been trained in photography, like yeah. I told you earlier. You have, to, you have to learn how to become a photographer. Yeah, I, I don't even have a camera. Like, I shoot everything off of a, off a phone. I have yeah. two phones. Uh, one for photo, one for video. So, and I'm also the guy that didn't have a Facebook account till three years ago. Yeah. So, telling somebody I want to be a social media strategist for yeah. this restaurant or this company <laughs> and they would be like what are you talking about like you don't even understand social media you just jumped on instagram yeah. and i figured that out so you there's always going to be incremental something you can't do until you yeah. just don't and some people they're just looking out for you you know there's some people that literally care or they just lack foresight vision they can't see it and then yeah. there's going to be just people that straight up hate because of a lack of something on their side yeah of things and they don't want to see you go too far but through whatever it is i mean what is there to really like the only things at the end of the day and i used to be a very kind of like worried fearful person so this is coming from learning to overcome that and not just yeah. being like oh i'm invincible is aside from like myself or people i care about not being healthy not yeah. being here like what else is there to really you know, worry about, like, think yeah. about your biggest embarrassment, your biggest failure. I guarantee 90-something percent of people don't remember. Exactly. And even if they do, they don't care. You laugh it off now. Like, at that moment, Man. yeah, you're stressing and whatever. And it's but lessons. Yeah, it sounds like a cliche, but really, like, that is just a lesson. It's just a building block. Yeah. None of that stuff killed me or you because yeah. we're right here. You learn from your mistakes. Completely. Better, right? So you can always, you know, fight through it. Um... And then in terms of, you mentioned that algorithm, yeah. and there was a period where I was losing sleep and freaking out, because Eat Famous, you know, started like this, and started that, and then Skyrocketed. trending like that, and then Instagram catches wind of what myself and other creators are doing, and then boom, they yeah. hit us with, oh, <laughs> you, you guys are getting paid, you're getting yeah, money? Yeah. Okay, we, we need we want, in, right? Yeah, we want a piece. And they always every, want a piece, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the <laughs> algorithm comes in, now it's it's more you like plateau, this. Kind you of plateau, kind of. You plateau, and then every now and then dip. Like, yeah. I'm not immune from it. Yeah. And you think, you know, okay, we know it's the algorithm, but you know what? The PR agencies that I'm reporting the insights to and the brands I'm working with, 
seemingly they don't care. they want numbers because yeah. there are oh, still yeah. people that are performing by hook or by crook. Yeah. So you're you're measured against other people. You're measured against yourself. And I'm dealing in a world where like it's numbers, right? Yeah. So although you can. You, sorry, you can measure value by so much more than numbers, but in Instagram, yeah. people drop how many followers I have. Like that's the gift and the curse. Yeah, I've got yeah. this huge number if I'm looking at it comparatively to other yeah, so accounts it's more in the city. When so right, but it's, so it's big. But then when it's not growing, you're looked at first as well. Yeah. So those kind of things can cause anxiety and fear and nerves and self-doubt. You imagine. think like, I'm not coming with any anymore. People don't care anymore. Sometimes you, you think like the system, the system's out to get you yeah, yeah, yeah. or you, then you start getting paranoid and there's people that think that if you're doing well, you must be cheating. Like you're using bots yeah, yeah, yeah. or you're buying followers, this, that, and a third. So there's a gravity that just yeah, weighs you down. Right. But at the end of the day, um, just having your support group. Yeah. And if I know, okay, what can I control? Yeah. Like, look at the controllables. Yeah. I can control how I present myself. I can control the content that I put out there. And that's about it. Keep and if consistent I, and right. And if I think about what grew me, I think it's how I put myself out there. And I think it's about the content I created. So if I'm in line with what caused my success, yeah. even if the numbers don't match up, I should be okay. So it's kind of almost like when the algorithm came out, it was like almost going back to basics yeah. and stuff, right? Control uh, what you can control. Right. You know? I was talking to, <clears throat> I think I said this to John. I got to credit you for introducing me to John Harvey. It's amazing how like very dope people know other yeah, dope people. Yeah. And I think it was when I was talking to John, I had said this. So the worries, and you brought it up a yeah. second ago too, about say, okay, well, someone's like, okay, yeah, you're doing great at Instagram, but what if Instagram goes away? What are you gonna do? Yeah. And at first I used to worry about that stuff because I was like, I don't own this platform. It's not mine. They could just pull it, or maybe it's yeah. not cool anymore and it dies. It dies. Like, it everything's tanks. gonna die People switch. Right? Then I was thinking, and I, I love this analogy, and it, it's mine. <laughs> and I'm gonna use it until everybody knows me for it, then Trade I'll stop. Right, right. But I was like, okay, so what if something happened and there was some kind of scandal and the NBA in its form as we know it collapses? Yeah. Do you think that somebody's not gonna pool money, call Braun, call Kawhi, yeah. call Russ, call KD, call anybody and everybody that's good and not create another league? Yeah. Or Cube's not gonna say, well, hey, I've got this big three going on, come over here. Yeah, like, yeah. the platforms, they could change, right? But we have to understand the NBA is a great business, it's a great product, but we're not buying into the NBA. We're buying into, like, excitement, yeah. athleticism, the game that we love. This yeah. is just who packages up and gives it to points. us. Right. If the NBA can't give it to us, we've still got a wealth of talented basketball players, and we can shift that. So, yeah. in Instagram, Instagram serves a couple of purposes. It serves our need for validation and acceptance yeah. and sharing, right? Yeah. So that's what we get on the user side. And then it also serves creators who need to create and share sure, whatever they're yeah. doing. Yeah, because you see so many different artists and stuff that are blowing up just because, because like, some, it, like it's weird art too, quote unquote, yeah, or whatever. But, but there's it's so niche now, right? Exactly. You, you can find your people, you find your tribe. There's, you can identify who wants you. So if we've learned that Instagram is about uh, sharing, validation, and creation. Yeah. Those are emotive. Those are like those aren't tangible. That's yeah. not a product, yeah. right? 
if that platform dies, the people that are good at creating, they will the find the next platform. Yeah. They will thrive. It's like, just like the XFL, you know. Or, straight up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the the, um, the trampoline basketball or whatever? What, right. what was it called? I remember. Oh shoot, what was uh, I that? I what it was called, but I used to watch that. <laughs> yeah, when I was in the front. Yeah, these guys are flying, like, hitting each other in the yeah, air. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Like, like two weeks, that was the craziest thing I ever seen. And then after, it was I like, know. okay. But I mean, that. as you said, like, right. there's always there's always going to be something. You like, will find the reason Instagram was created was just because there's a gap. Yeah, yeah, and it filled it. So whether it stays or goes the emotions that it serves the needs it serves the um the talents that it allows to shine those things are transferable yeah, and those yeah. can go and live anywhere nice. um so what kind of uh like routines would you say you have that continually put you to to get better like it's routines and books and stuff that you're reading right like what are the, what are the go-to things that people can take away that like mm. they can maybe add to their to their daily um prayer yeah meditation and I, i'm not saying that to sound cool or grounded like seriously yeah. you, you need time to reflect and, and like we down. have so much noise out there yeah. man like Especially so many in toronto yeah yeah yeah. but like yeah. noise in the sense of as like you're on their phone all the time right so. yeah phone um things just fighting vying for our attention yeah so you need some time i feel like to just kind of separate with your thoughts mm -hmm. and maybe not even have thoughts yeah uh i say prayer because like gratitude is a big 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 thing yeah. to me shout out to my sister who really i've always been i feel like a grateful person but understanding how to use that feeling and that emotion yeah. and put it out and to get it back. Yeah. Um, so those are routine for me. Uh, reading. I know you're a voracious yeah. reader. We, we talk about books and stuff like that all the time. And sometimes I feel like I lose the ability to, you know, set, set aside that kind of time. Yeah, yeah. If I feel like I'm not reading enough, then podcasts that at least stimulate yeah, the, the same, same type of, of that you know that kind of trigger kind what of you need from a book yeah i listen to uh to quick brain with with jim yeah, quick yeah. just because it's very like short and minutes, like five, yeah minutes, yeah it's digestible like so yeah. just those kind of things yeah and then whenever especially if it's working you know like okay we've got bills in the standard things but all of us have a, a lifestyle or things that we we want and we we're willing to do x amount of like work or throw in whatever amount of hours to yeah. get them but then we have to think about like why like okay so your vacationing is your thing yeah and travel like what about travel is it the time that you get alone with yeah. you know your loved ones your partner whoever if you can kind of like focus in on um what brings you that joy right yeah those, those things that's that's important for routine working out i always feel better after a workout yeah. so yeah I, I feel like very very kind of simple Simple things. Nothing too crazy, but just the main things, like yeah. reading. Oh, what what books stand out to you this year that have like? Wow, this year. What have I read this year? <laughs> okay, the year's you know, almost done. I can't you, believe it. You know what? <laughs> it feels like it's only a couple months in. No, no, no. Already right. months in already. Like it's yeah. crazy. So, um, I've I've snuck in a couple pages of the subtle art of not giving an F because yeah. wifey has it on the, the dresser and I, I kind of skimmed through it. And you know what's funny? And I know a couple people may dog me for this. 
because they're probably expecting me to like drop you know some very heavy intellectual <laughs> stuff but when it comes to books but um i was reading kevin hart's biography autobiography okay. autobiography okay how was that it's actually so that dude and i know he's very polarizing yeah. like i know some people think he's like great and hilarious and then people yeah. think like he's yeah, just he's too, too much, much. Yeah, or yeah. he's everywhere or he's annoying but I'll tell you, man, like this dude is so grateful, grounded, so about energy, yeah. positivity. I was expecting just to, I, I wanted something funny at the time. Yeah. I just needed so something light. There was funny. a lot, but man, tons of, tons of light lessons. Yeah, yeah, tons of light. And just like philosophies that are, are relatable. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times, whether you love or hate someone, if you see them, being Succeeded. like crazy successful, yeah. maybe it's still like peer into what they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has nothing to do with like your appreciation or lack thereof no. for their art. You can always take something but away process, from process, man. Yeah. Like you have to think about dude for the last couple of years has been everywhere. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Put him and every- Rock like on the same level. Right. Like, like, just being consistent with life and just yeah. being everywhere like you're in yeah. Australia one day yeah. the next day you're in and here, both of them like, like smiling shining yeah, like going happy. for it like yeah. hungry right when you could think that like you could just fall back at that point yeah. at yeah, that level they just, just chill just, on their yeah. yacht for the rest of their life <laughs> so I'm gonna say um, Kevin Hart you can't make this up that's that's my book that's I'm sure book right everybody else that does your pod cause I I know of some of the people that you have coming on you've had on yeah very intellectual people so i'm gonna go with <laughs> the selection that's light nice. and easy yeah nice. I'll, I'll, I'll look into that one yeah because i've read the jay-z book yeah. too and just taking little things away of just you know just having your notepad on you and right. writing notes I've got, oh actually i did ideas and stuff right and then you don't even think about writing it down but when you do write it down you're just like okay like yeah i re- actually remember that idea yeah. and stuff right? another um routine I've, I've just recently got back into that i used to do for years like years 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 ago for a long time is journaling yeah um, yeah you're like you're a writer essentially yeah. right yeah, so yeah, and yeah. with your music and stuff i'm sure that when you're in your guy when you guys are doing four or five and yeah stuff, like you got you were in your prime all just writing time. you know consistently like, yeah, yeah on yeah. the go train i'm sure <laughs> all kinds of places yeah so i mean and you know what's funny because of like my personal account being kind of a reflection of eat famous mm-hmm. so it is still a little manicured. It is still yeah, a little yeah. curated. So sometimes I, I look back through my personal account and you think about things, but then there's things I know I'm not Instagramming there that I don't want to lose track of. Yeah. So I journal so that I remember some of the small things. Yeah. Right. And as, as you said, just to be grateful for those things too, like, and not showing, you're not needing to show it, but you know, just to be grateful for yeah. those little things that did happen yeah, man. with the family, whatever that little you want to share. That, right. That, they may not be Instagram worthy. Yeah. However, they're worthy to me and you don't want to forget them. Right. And again, like we were both saying, we're inundated with so much like noise and information and yeah. data and just opinions that we sometimes lose track of like yeah, our own for sure right so just journaling it i mean i try to do it every day sometimes it's very very detailed sometimes yeah. it's just so one two few points yeah yeah, yeah yeah i gotta get back into a better routine of that and stuff mm-hmm. but I, that's one of my things that i love doing just right to making sure you have stuff written down yeah just to even help just organize a little bit for the right. next day or whatever but what about for yourself because you 
it's funny, like I can tell, I know, not even can tell, like you work super hard, but then I also see that like your life is so fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like some people just slant one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what do you use for balance? Um, I just, yeah, just as, you, as like you too, just uh, to be around friends and family that, you know, just are fun and stuff and just, mm-hmm. we got a new place this year, so yeah. I've just been working on that and right. stuff, but yeah, just... Just making sure that my clients are happy, right? And just being as trying to be as organized as possible. I feel yeah. like I'm like a little distraught when like I don't have things written down yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Like, but then, like just to be able to go to bed like with an easier mind, just writing things down before mm-hmm. you know. And then so when I wake up, like I'm like, okay, shoot, what was I saying the night before yeah. that I gotta do and stuff? It's like no, right. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I, I do my I read in the morning. I try and work out in the morning if I can. And you hold those, so you, yeah, you try like and my, my, that. Yeah, like this year, like reading has been super consistent. Yeah. Um, I've probably read like six books this year. Right. Um, it's crazy to think like th- two, three years ago, yeah. I hadn't read a full book in my life. Right, right, right. right. Hey, <laughs> you yeah. know, now I'm at like 20, you're, yeah, 30 you're tra- books. You're you trending know? the right way. Yeah. So, trending the right way. And another thing too, it's just being around the right people that are pushing those things yeah you know like read this you know this may right. help you and i was just being trying to like just like you too in the sense of meditating yeah trying to get back i'm being inconsistent with it but right. when i do do it it just feels so much better yeah and i'm trying to read spiritual books and mm-hmm. business books so i right. don't get as you said not leaning towards one way or the other too yeah. much you know so right. just trying to have that balance of reading those things to just to keep me a little more grounded and stuff. You know? Nice, nice. Are you a big sleep guy? Sleep is one thing I, I know most neglected part of my life that I should know much better. Yeah. That it's so... Yeah. It's, I, it's, 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 it is tough for me sometimes and I've only started doing, like as I said, to write in the notes before mm-hmm. and I do find it does help a lot. Okay. Just because like, you know, you're going to sleep and then like you have that one little thought like, oh shoot. Mm-hmm. And then and then it just snowballs to other Oh, right. So you say you get it out. Yeah. And then it'll, Your mind's like, it'll clear. also be like half an hour to an hour before I actually fall asleep. Gotcha. But if I, I've only done it like a handful of times, but every time I have done it, I've had better sleep. Okay. Okay. And then I try and if I'm, if I'm up late or whatever, I try and get a nap and during the day if I can. Right. Just a little half an hour. Yeah. One and then feel a little bit better. True. And lots of coffee and Red Bull. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Right. But, uh, so to wrap this up, um, we always want to just get your input of what you would tell people to, you know, to their naysayers and to Mm -hmm. themselves. Right. As you kind of touched on before. But what would be the main message to the young young kids and stuff, you know, just to to keep on pushing and to get to that level of comfortability for themselves, you know. Don't dim your light. So what I mean by that is like, don't apologize for being great. Don't apologize for winning. Nobody likes a conceited person. No one likes someone cocky. Some, no one likes people that are self-absorbed. I'm not telling you to like stunt and not celebrate other people's wins or only make it about yourself. Yeah. But I find a lot of times it can be easy if you feel like you are maybe outshining your peers or if you feel like oh man i don't want to kind of be bragging because you're doing great things yeah you know what maybe you need to be around some new people yeah and that's not you know disrespect or shade or anything but 
if you feel like your circle can't celebrate what you're doing, then you're probably around the same people. Because as soon as you start to dim your own light, you're going to start to stumble because the room's going to get dark. You're going to bump your knees, stub your toe, trip, fall, and then you're going to be scared to move. So don't, don't dim your own light. If you're doing great things, celebrate it. Tell people, you tell the right people. Yeah. Not, you don't just like spread it all oh, around because not yeah. everybody unfortunately is there for your success or yeah, wants to see you win. Some people, when you tell them, they're going to try and bring you down right, with but, them. Yeah, but be very, very cautious. <laughs> be very cautious and selective about um, who you share your time, space, energy with. Mm-hmm. And then those are the kind of people that will let you shine, they'll raise you up. So yeah, don't dim your light. Nice. Perfect. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate yeah. it. This was fantastic. Yeah, man. We all have fears, and that's okay. We hope that we have given you something to help you conquer some of your fears so you too can continue to excel at life. Thank you for listening to You Thought Wrong.